Hi, everybody. It's Mariam Goldberg. Good Freilich and Hanukkah. Hope everyone's doing well and enjoying this beautiful, wonderful Yamtif. It's actually not called a Yamtif, but we consider it a Yamtif. These are very special days, days that we could tap into the Koach of Hanukkah and recharge ourselves. As Chazal say, every Yantif is meant to recharge a Yid with different Kochos. And the same way that on Pesach we recharge ourselves with Emunah, and Sokes we recharge ourselves with Simcha. On Hanukkah we recharge ourselves in many different ways. And I'd like to perhaps focus on a few different ways that we can really grasp and connect to this mitzvah, and then hopefully, Hashem, once Hanukkah is over, not feel that we're back in this dark alos and feel that we're back in the dark, cold winter, but rather take that light of Hanukkah and really be able to illuminate the winter, illuminate our lives, and connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So I'm basing this idea from Rav Dessler, and Rav Dessler asks the obvious question. He says that, Typically speaking, when you experience something, then something good, something positive, then you're excited. And then as the time goes by, um, uh, our nature is just to start getting used to it. We get accustomed to the reality, and so therefore something that excited us initially really no longer excites us. So meaning to say that that excitement diminishes. And so if we think about Hanukkah, we have this machlokas between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, and Beis Hillel says that one should light mostly for Holech, and that we add a ner every night, so that on the eighth night we are lighting eight neros, whereas Beis Shammai says, Holech upoches, that really the first day we should have eight candles lit, and then decrease those candles accordingly. And why is this? So if we think about Hanukkah, Typically speaking, on the first night, we're very excited. This is something new and fresh, and the latkes and the jelly donuts. And as the time goes by, what happens? We end up becoming accustomed to Hanukkah. At the end of Hanukkah, we can no longer look at a donut. I remember we once had Bachem over Shabbos Hanukkah. I think it was maybe the last day of Hanukkah, maybe the day before the end of Hanukkah, and I served jelly donuts, and the Bachem, who typically, I guess, would eat a jelly donut, looked at each other and then looked at the jelly donuts and then looked at my husband and said, we can't, we're jelly donut out at this point. They had had it. They ate their fair share of jelly donuts the days preceding Shabbos. And once it came to Shabbos towards the end of Hanukkah, they had really just become fed up with jelly donuts. And so that's Teva. That's according to Teva is that we end up just getting accustomed to it. So it loses that dazzle, it loses the excitement. So why is it that Beis Hillel is telling us to light as a Musaf for Holich, whereas Beis Shammai is really depicting what what man, what what human nature is all about. That's the Holich Upoches. So just an interesting idea and something very much to connect to is that Beis Hillel is telling us that this should be the ideal state. The ideal state when it comes to Ruchnius is that something in Ruchnius should become more exciting as time goes by. And when, it's, when it comes to Gashmius, obviously, you buy yourself a new garment, a new article of clothing, for example. The first day you wear it, you gain a lot of excitement. It's the Hischachos, it's the Simcha. And then as you become accustomed to it, it even ends up looking shabby at some point. When it comes to Ruchnius, 
the more that you delve into Ruchnias, the more that you connect to Ruchnias, the more appreciation you gain. And that is what Beis Hillel, in essence, is trying to message to us. They're trying to message that Hanukkah is a yontif of appreciation, of halal v'hodah, and when you learn about something, and when you learn about Torah, and you delve into it, and you mature, and you grow with the mitzvah, then you learn to appreciate it so much more. So my husband gave me a very cute little mashal, and he said, just imagine when someone tells you a joke. So the first time it's funny, you know those people that are constantly retelling the same jokes, so the first time it's funny, and the second time it's sort of funny, and the third time maybe you give a chuckle, and by the fourth time you've had it. And so that's when it comes to Teva, that's when it comes to Nietzsche. When it comes to Torah, it says, Yagasa Matasa Tamin, the beginning is a Yagia. There's a lot of hard work and effort involved in acquiring Torah, and appreciating Torah, and learning Torah. It says that the beginning is even bitter. So, that's what the Mesilis Yasharim says. It's the beginning. It's a lot of hard work and effort. And so the same is true for our entire Avodah Hashem, and definitely when it comes to Hanukkah. So when it comes to Hanukkah, on the first day of Hanukkah, we should be appreciating Hanukkah. But as the days progress, as we advance in Hanukkah, we should really learn the appreciation. To learn to appreciate something, you really have to sit down and delve into it and introspect and think and read and learn and listen to Shirim. That appreciation does not come on its own. The same way appreciation for Torah and for mitzvot does not happen on its own. Many times I tell the ladies in series, and I'm sure the ladies listening to this message are ladies who have taken my series or have listening, listened to Shirim that I've given in the past. And I always say that we want to be growing in our ruchness, is that Torah is our life, and therefore we ensure that we are constantly learning Torah. Torah is not only for men. Torah has to be ours, and we have to find our oath in Torah, our letter in Torah. The Chafetz Chaim says that every Yid has to have a mitzvah that they are connected to in Torah. Because when we're connected to that mitzvah, we create a bond, we create a connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and really with our true selves, our inner selves, our neshama. Our neshama yearns to grow. Our neshama yearns to thrive and to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the only way to do that is by growing, is by searching, is by connecting, is by learning Torah for women. Women must be learning Torah. I heard Rabbi Tanoshtat say that back in the day, years ago, it was enough for a woman to hear her husband's Torah once a week around the Shabbos table, and that sufficed. In our generation, there's so many distractions, there's so much busyness. And Baruch Hashem, I think through Corona, Kaddish Baruch has enabled us to refocus inside, to zoom into our own lives, and by using Zoom, perhaps, enables us to be at home and not to need to be running out constantly, but yet dismissing the learning and that self-growth and that self-introspection, we end up becoming very stagnant in our connection to HaKadosh Baruch in our own personal Avodah Sashem. And Hanukkah is this yontif that teaches us the most the holech, the constantly growing, continuously growing, 
being able to connect to a yontif is only by learning about it and appreciating and asking myself, what does this yontif mean to me this year? And every day on Hanukkah, we have eight days, and we're going to speak about momentarily about the significance of the number eight. But every day on Hanukkah, we have an opportunity to be asking ourselves, what does Hanukkah mean to me today? And not just as far as menu. It's wonderful to be preparing delicious food, and that's part of our avodah. But if it ends there, if it begins there and ends there, then it's not enough. Then at the end of the day, you're going to feel that your entire house was just filled with oil, and that's where it started and ended. We don't want that. We want to take that Hanukkah step up, and we want to also ensure that the Hanukkah this year is even more connecting, is even more significant than it was last year or 10 years ago or 20 years ago, meaning to say that we're trying to ensure that we are growing with this yantif. And that Chazal view all of the Maga Hashanah, the entire year, as a spiral. We're spiraling up. So here we are again at that time of year. And this year, hopefully, we're on a higher end of that spiral We've reached that point of Hanukkah, which we experienced last year and the year before, and however many years here, Baruch Hashem experiencing Hanukkah. But hopefully this year it is more significant to you, especially going through this corona pandemic. What does Hanukkah mean to me this year? And so that is the most of a holich. Beis Shammai says something incredible. Beis Shammai says, well, we need to be Beis Shammai. We know with Midas Adin, and it says, La'as of love, Omer Tashem, when Mashiach comes and we are davening for Mashiach. So who knows, maybe by the end of Hanukkah we'll be with the Holy Chupoches. At this point, we're still Beis Hillel, the most of the Holy Chupoches. says that Yid has to be honest with themselves. Where am I holding? So unfortunately, many of us are holding with that excitement that diminishes as time goes by. So Beis Hillel says you have to be real with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. If that's where you're holding, then that's how you are going to light your Hanukkah candles. Basilah says, no, we want to have this aspiration. We are aspiring so that those Hanukkah, the last day of Hanukkah, and my brother in said this to me years ago. He was working in a company in New York called B&H where they have a lot of Hasidim. And he said the Hasidim make a big, big to-do of those Hanukkah. It's a Davar Yadua. And I've had the schos of being by the Bells of Rebetan on those Hanukkah. And it's a very, very special day. And we say, in Tehillim, Uchsil lo yavin es zos. And he said that the joke was, the Hasidim say that other people don't understand the koach of Zos Hanukkah. It says that it is a chasima, it is the final signature of the entire Yomim no Rhyme, that here we are. We have this opportunity to really seal our, um, this year, our, uh, our Mahalach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us for this upcoming year. It wasn't sealed on Rosh Hashanah. It wasn't sealed on Yom Kippur. It wasn't even sealed on Hosanna Rava. It's sealed on Zos Hanukkah. And that's the Ksilo Yavin Es Zos that many people sort of gloss over Zos Hanukkah. Why? Because it's the eighth day. And as we said, that many times by the eighth day, we're all we're Hanukkahed out. And so that's what Beis Shammai says, and therefore you would light one candle. Beis Hillel says, no, our aspiration, our desire, we are yearning to feel a tremendous connection and to feel that tremendous Akari Sato for this 
of Hanukkah, Anzos Hanukkah, after we've built up the appreciation. And so every day we should be appreciating even more what Hanukkah is all about. So if Dessler explained this, and then he takes it a step further, and he explains the number eight. We know that the number eight is Lamalamadarachateva. Seven symbolizes Sheva, symbolizes the peak the climax of Olam Haza, which is why Shabbos is the seventh day. It is a Me'in Olam Haba. It is the climax of Ruchnius in this world, and it is Shaykh to this world. Shmona A is Lamala Medarachatava. It is Ruchnius that we cannot comprehend. It is beyond our Olam. It is beyond creation. It is the Bechina. It is an aspect of Olam Haba in and of itself. And therefore, Hanukkah is symbolized by the number eight. Parenthetically, we know that Mila is also performed on the eighth day. How do we understand this? So Rav Dester explains something very interesting. He says that there are two ways to understand or to attain, to grasp or to comprehend, to experience things in this world. So the first way is a derech pnimis, is the inner workings of something. And how do we ask, how do we attain the inner workings? Through our leave, through our heart. It is an inner, very deep understanding. The second way that we attain things in this world is bederech chitzonis, and he says that is using our seichel. So it's almost an external, more of an external understanding and appreciation of a matter. Through the derech pnimis, this internal avoda, a person can understand only things that he is shyach to. Because to understand something in your heart is only once you've really experienced it, something that you're connected to. So you'll notice something very interesting is that many times, until you actually experience something yourself, you might understand it intellectually, but to really gain a full understanding and appreciation and emotional connection, you could only do that once you've experienced it yourself. So let's say many times I have women who discuss different issues with me, so I can understand them intellectually, but if I haven't actually experienced it myself, it's much more difficult for me to really connect to them on an emotional level. And then sometimes when I actually experience it myself, then I'm able to connect on an emotional level. Parenthetically, it says that David HaMelech experienced everything that a Yid is going to experience in this world. And that's why he says, And to him, call Mishbaracha, the Galacha Alai Avaru. He says, I have experienced everything that a Yid can experience, can potentially experience in this world. And therefore, only David HaMelech was able to compose the beautiful Sefer Tehillim. And we know that when a Yid is going through a tzara, they open up a Tehillim, and we connect to the words of Tehillim, because David HaMelech infused it with the koach, with his experience, an emotional experience of everything he went through, all of his nesionos that he experienced. So when we speak about Olam Haba, and when the Torah brings down Remez, hints, alludes to Olam Haba, the Torah only alludes to it and doesn't describe it in full depth, 
at length. Why is that? Because we cannot comprehend Olam Haba. Olam Haba is not something that we can experience in this world. So perhaps we can sort of understand it in this derechitzonis to our seichel, but the seichel is very limited. So anything beyond the seichel is already a derech chitzonis. And Shabbos, the Bechina of seven, is something that we can comprehend in this world through this derech pnimis, an emotional connection. So we all experience Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, and we're able to emotionally connect to Shabbos. However, anything that is ruchnias, that is above our world, such as this Bechina of eight, of ches, is and we cannot connect to it on an emotional level. And therefore, we can only connect to it however, which is using our secha, however, Rav Dessler explains, if we do our heshtadlus, obviously a ruchniyastik heshtadlus, as much as possible to try to attain that age, we can be zochat a tremendous si'at deshmaya, that even though it is Lamala we can still have somewhat of a connection to this number eight, which is Lamala Madarchateva. So then he takes it a step further and he explains. He says that the Koach Pnimi, this inner emotional connection that we have, is also in our subconscious. And it's something that when we have a connection with the subconscious, with this emotional uh, connection, then it, cre- it creates a bond, it creates that ava. So we know that even if, let's say, for example, he said you have a father who has a son and he doesn't have such a great relationship with his son, and on the other hand, he has a Tamid who he loves dearly. He has a tremendous love for this Tamid. However, if you were to wake this father in the middle of the night and tell him that there's a fire in the house, and his son and the Talmud are in this house, and he has to save them, who would he run to first? Obviously his son. Why? Because he has this koach pnimi. It's a subconscious love. It's a tremendous, tremendous love that he has towards his son, that even though in his emotional, intellectual, in his intellectual understanding connection, he's connected to his Talmud, but in his emotions, he's very much connected to his son. And therefore, we can understand over here that when we're connected emotionally, we will do anything in our power to extend ourselves for that matter that we're connected to emotionally. So our Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us a very, very challenging situation. And these koach pnimim that we have, these emotional avodas or connections, are not in our hands, as Dester explains. He says the only thing that we have that's in our control is the koach our intellectual understandings, that's the learning, and that's the yiras Hashem that we have. And when we work on that koach the limud, the trying to build ourselves up in that aspect, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us as a special si'at deshmaya, a connection through our hearts, an emotional connection. So many times we actually err and we say, well, if I'm not connected to something emotionally, then forget it. Then I'm just throwing in the towel. Then I'm not going to extend myself. And Rav Dester says, no, that's the wrong way to view it. The way that we need to view it is to first work on our intellect, to work on the learning, on extending ourselves for going to Shirim and to reading and to really try 
to arouse the intellectual aspect. And then, he says, our emotions will be aroused. And this is Lamala Medarach HaTava. HaKadosh gives it, as we said before, as a matana. Because the Yitzhahara comes in so strong. And then HaKadosh Baruch sees the Heshtadus that a Yid does. And HaKadosh Baruch sees that a Yid wants to so badly connect on this emotional level that he's willing to do everything on that intellectual level and that Derech So now taking it to Hanukkah, to what he calls the Sod, the secret of Nes Hanukkah. He says the secret of Nes Hanukkah was the Nitzachon, of the Ma'atim al-Harabim, was the very few, we think of the Chashmonaim, they were elderly tzaddikim, can you imagine the sages of our generation, of Chaim Kanievsky Splita, going out and waging war on thousands, hundreds of thousands of Yavanim, of these Greeks, who knew how to wage war. This was their expertise, was they worshipped the body, and so they were obviously very fit to wage war against Klai Yisrael. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mizaki Klai Yisrael to win this war in a derech, which was Lamala Medarech HaTava. How did the Chashmonaim do this? Chashmonaim went out to war with the Ein Breira, which, which was an Ein Old Malvado. They knew that there was no other way to go out to this war without the Si'at HaDishmaya. And so therefore they extended themselves in a way which was Lamala Medarech HaTava, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we know, is Paul Mida, Kenegad Mida. They did no chashbonos. They did not use their seichel. They knew that this was so far beyond the intellect. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu carried through for them. And not only did he carry through in the war, he also was then mezakeh them. He merited them to the Nes Pach Hashemen, which was an extra hug from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know that Kaisal could have used the shemen, which was not pure, which had been defiled. It says Tumah Hutra B'Tzibur, that Tumah was already allowed in Tzibur because everyone was Tameh. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to show them that Lamala Medarach HaTava, that extra hog. Why? Because they extended themselves. They extended their koch Lamala Medarach HaTava. And so HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent them Nisim and Si'at Deshmaya. So Nis Hanukkah teaches us that there is no place for Yehush, even in places, even when we feel that we are limited according to Teva, even when we feel that we've extended ourselves and really Alpi Teva, there is no way for us to prevail, there is no way for us to connect, there is no way for us to get through this um, tremendously challenging situation that Kaddish Baruch Hu put us through. However, Hashem says, when He sees that a a Yid puts in that effort, that extra effort, Hashem opens up Si'at Deshmaya. And this, Rav Dessler explains, is the sod, is the secret, how we come to, from Yira, we come to Ava. As he says in the Zohar, from Parshas Achrei Mos, that when a person is mishtada and puts through a fourth effort in Yira Hashem, which he calls a derechit sonis, that is with the intellect, then he is zochet to Ava Hashem, which is the avoda pnimis, that is the avoda of the heart, and he says, al yadei matnas shamayim. This is a matana that a kadosh baruch who gives that afilu bedargos Yira haromimus yesh od ani. Shehineni doeg avuro, that HaKadosh Baruch when he sees that we extend ourselves in this avuda chitzonis, 
He makes sure to help us with avoda apnimis. Hamida Ava, he says, is a complete hispatlos in front of a Kaddish Baruch It's this clinging to Hashem. It's the clinging from a place which is a tar place. It's a place that we only want to be connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu without any self negios, without any I involved, without myself being involved. So it's a place where only Hakadosh Baruch Hu could help us attain. A yid cannot do this with his own kochos. We can try. We can make that effort and that derechitzonis, as we said, the learning and the connecting, and trying to work on our yiras Hashem and a kadosh baruch who gives us complete set of and gives us that emotional connection, the ahava of a kadosh baruch Hu. So these eight days of Hanukkah teach us that the bechina of eight, which is lamala mederachateva, brings light into our hearts according to the hashtadlis, according to the efforts that we put through. And then it is a nice that comes to us, which is lamala mederachateva, the same way that the menorah lit for eight days, it was lamala mederachateva, as we know that they did not have enough oil to light for the eight days. They only had enough oil for one day. HaKadosh Baruch was mashlim for them, bederach nice. Because when a yid puts forth an effort and Hashem sees that effort, then Hashem carries through for them. Many times the opposite happens, that unfortunately when we reach that brick wall, when we reach that place where we feel that we've, we've hit a dead end or a block, a barrier in our own personal avoda, many times we come to a yeush, we come to a despair. And he says, Adaraba, the lesson of Hanukkah, that we have to learn is Ein Yehush Ba'olam Klal. And this preceded, or no, actually didn't precede Rabbi Nachman, but I don't know that Rav Dessler really brought down Rabbi Nachman, but he says this is the Akshanos of a Yid. It's that, that putting forth the effort and prevailing and working and exerting exerting oneself, putting forth all our effort. He says the Klai says an Am Oref. And this Amkshi Oraf, when we use it in a derech of Kedusha, then this is the way to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu. This is the best avoda. This is the prime avoda that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants. It's Ein Dover HaOmid Bifnei HaRatzon. We have to try to create a Ratzon. And our utmost, our deepest Ratzonos is really to connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu in an emotional way, in a real way, not just lip service, not just... Uh, avoda, that's a technical avoda, a robotic avoda. The avoda of the Chashmonaim was to go out and mamish to wage war for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It had to be a service of the heart because it was a suicidal nachama and no rational person would have put themselves into such a situation. And Hashem said, I see, I see how much you're willing to extend yourselves. I see how much you're willing to give. I see how much you're willing to just put forth all of your effort and energy. And I, in return, said Hashem, not only am I going to carry forth for you in winning the war, but I'm also going to send you the gift of Hanukkah, which is when the Gemara asks, my Hanukkah, what was the purpose of Hanukkah? Why was Hanukkah established? Chazal asked, was because of the Neif Pach Hashem. And that is why Hanukkah was established, was this halavoda, the Neif, which is Lemala Midrach of eight days. And eight Hashem 
is hinting to us, is alluding to us, which is spirituality, Ruchnias. Hanukkah is a time to daven for Ruchnias, even when we feel that that Ruchnias is unattainable, even if we feel that it is beyond our reach, even if we feel that we have tried and failed so many times. Hanukkah is a time to connect to that Ruchnias for ourselves, for our families, for anyone that we know that we feel that we've given up hope on Chas Vishalom. Hanukkah is a time that reminds us that Hashem could do anything and when we just put forth that effort. And sometimes that effort is tefillah because we really don't have anything else that we could do. And if we just put forth that tefillah, that extra effort of that avodah chitzonis, Hashem says, I see that you are putting that effort effort in. I see that you really want this ruchnias and I see that you really want to connect to me on an emotional level with your heart, because that is the avoda which is everlasting. And I truly feel that that is the avoda of our last generation, the avoda pnimis, the avoda of the heart. And so let's take this Hanukkah and really try to dive in and connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu on this level, on this emotional level, and daven for Si'at HaDishmaya, because we cannot do it alone. This is a Lamala Madar HaTava. It is Trilasa Avoda. So fagmol, it is a complete matana, and let's daven that Hakadosh Baruch Hu send the Geula b'mehira ve'yamenu, Amen. Call to from Miriam Goldberg, a freilichan Hanukkah to everyone, a beautiful Hanukkah, a Hanukkah filled with light, with siata d'shmaya. We should be zocha to see the nisim v'neflos in our own personal lives. And that is the avoda because the tzipis Yeshua, which we are waiting for, and achatel v'chol shiyom shiyavo, is not a passive avoda. It is an active avoda. It is an avoda of every single day, of growing and becoming closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then, Rath Hashem, after 120, we'll be able to say, yes, Hashem, I really actively waited by changing myself and by growing and becoming the best person that I could become, the best yid that I could become by actualizing my potential. So call to and besar of Tovos.